Roger, it's a familiar, familiar gathering we have. Third time in four years, 16 times overall. You continue to pile up uh, victories and championships and Indianapolis 500 wins. And if you can cap it all off, you went one, two in the championship this year. So congratulations, your, just your overall thoughts. Well, uh, you know, I, when you think about uh, as long as we've been in this sport and to continue to have a team of people who can execute as they have, uh, not this year, but, you know, the past several years. And, you know, it's uh, the continuity of our team and the people makes a difference. Uh, I think when we go to Indy, we have almost 700 years of experience, you know, around these cars, which makes a huge difference. And uh, interesting, when you go in our race shop, uh, we, we have a big sign that shows how many people over 20 years, how many people over 10 years. It's almost 40% of our company when you take all of all of the series we race in. So uh, Joseph, uh, a great champion. Uh, you can see it in his eyes. You can see it the first time he won with us and with Will. And, and Simon just had an outstanding season. When you think about three wins, and certainly the Indy 500 is the crown jewel that all of us uh, want to have every year. But uh, the season was great. The polls and the competition. You've got a lot of young drivers coming up. Rosenquist came in, you know, Colton Herta, outstanding. And then it's the Dixons and the rest of them that you have to race every single day. And, you know, Michael's got a great team, Chip does. And, you know, obviously uh, uh, the, the folks over at Arrow. And uh, it's just on and on and on. I probably missed somebody. But the competition never been better. I think the teams, when you look at them top to bottom, it's competitive. I think the rules are in great shape. And it's affordable to go racing in IndyCar now, which I think is key. And if we can keep the rules the way they are and we can get data equity, we need to come back to these tracks the same time every year. And that's gonna grow this fan base. And I think the race is the right length. And I think we get a really key TV partner now with NBC showing us today. Obviously on uh, national television it was a real superstar event for us. And obviously, you know, for the whole series and uh, the, the, the IndyCar family and industry around the world that really looks at us every day. But uh, I just have to say uh, thanks to our people, Tim Sendrick, uh, you know, our sponsors, you know, Chevy, you know, great power, uh, you know, for the, for the whole season. And it's a real dogfight between Honda and Chevy. And, you know, nobody has much of a lead, and I think it's just you know, how the chips fall each year. But, uh, you know, overall, our sponsors and, uh, you know, NTT, having them come back and take over from Verizon was a great job to go, you know, from one year to the next and have a, a key company was very important to the series. And, you know, I want to thank, uh, you know, the whole Holman family and Mark Miles and Tony and their family for, you know, having the Indy 500, you see that race has only gotten better. And I think that we can make it better every year. And that's where everybody wants to win. And certainly from my perspective, you know, we get ready at the beginning of the year, starting on Monday or Tuesday when our guys get back, we're starting to get ready for next year's Indy 500. We've got three great champions that can race there. And to me, uh, we'll see uh, what happens next year. But I thank all the media, you know, for the continued support of the series and certainly of our team. and. Uh, you know, we're going to be here. We love to race. I think one of the last races I won was back, uh, you know, in the 60s here, 63 or 4 or 5 before I quit. So I raced here a lot of times with Gurney and Moss and many of the people that uh, Jack Brabham and you think about those races. It was the L.A. Times or San Francisco Examiner race in those days. And we raced at L.A. Times down at Riverside. So, you know, hadn't changed much. Uh, same place, same coming up through Fort Ord. Nothing's changed. So just the people and the racers. So. Thanks uh, for having this opportunity for me. 
we weren't privy to all the teamwork, but what we could see from, from your individual groups uh, on the track today, it looked like real Penske excellence working together. Well, if you, if you really an, analyzed it, uh, we went on black tires at the beginning to understand what we could do with them, knew that they would run longer and we could run longer. We then, if we had good stops, we could jump a couple of cars and get ahead of Rossi. And I think that paid off because Simon uh, and certainly Will were gonna go for the win and uh, Tim had set it up that, that uh, Joseph just had to, he had to stay behind Rossi all day, which you saw that we were within three or four or five seconds, maybe at the most, but it was just a matter of staying out of trouble. And if we could have that buffer between first and wherever the, those two were, it would make a difference on the championship. So it worked out fine. You never know. Uh, uh, wasn't a lot of yellows to have a problem, but uh, uh, good execution. The pit stops, I think we were one and two on pit lane today. The, uh, the two car and the 12, which makes a big difference, and that's why we were able to jump a couple of cars when we came out. So execution and great reliability, and, uh, you know, certainly, uh, you know, we had world-class guys behind the wheel today. Questions for Roger? Wolfgang? Only one. Okay. <laughs> Roger, congratulations. Thank you. Uh, I think you raced here countless times when IndyCar were named Chemka, whatever was the official name. They were different cars, but it's the first time with the Dallara. And I also think you kept the data with the previous races with different cars. Is this helpful when you come with a new car to a new circuit, look into the data, also the cars are different to set them up? Well, I think that, uh, you know, the, the cars are so much different than they were. What was it, 15 years ago? We are 2004, was that the last yep. time? We, so 15 years ago, I think cars have really changed, but Dallara, has given us a great reliable car. And you think about uh, the chassis that we won Indy 500 this year was three years old. So that just shows you, you know, how good the pieces are and the parts. But uh, I think that the engineering people, we didn't have the data that we have today. We know every inch of this racetrack we have on data so we can set the cars up in simulation. You know, we have that capability and I think that's what we use. And, you know, the drivers, uh, you know, go to the simulator. They actually race on this track for a half a day in the simulator, just like being on the tracks so when they get here, they know almost everything to feel, what the track feels like. Now when we go back home, they'll go back in the simulator and run the track again to see, was it just exactly what I thought it was? So that's the kind of technology, and everybody gets a chance, Chevy and, and Honda, they all have simulators that the drivers can use. I guess I would ask you about Joseph over the last uh, couple weeks. Uh, he had been a champion before. He's obviously been in big moments, but had, was he a little bit nervous? Uh, did you sense anything about him this, this last couple days? Well, you know, listen, you have a 41-point lead. You got double points, which, you know, we never knew what's going on. I mean, I think I ran into John Barnes today, and I said, you know what it's like. You're leading in the last lap of the Indy 500, getting the wall in the last corner. Well, could have happened to us today, too. But fortunately, it worked out. But I think, uh, you know, Joseph's a pro. He led out through, throughout this whole season, came off right away, you know, with victories. And uh, uh, I know he was on edge a little bit, but uh, I know he's glad it's over. Yeah. I'm sure. Jenna? You, you mentioned that you knew he was on edge a little bit, and he really broke down in tears after and needed to compose himself. Did you know that Joseph was that emotional of, an, of a guy? 
Was he an emotional no, no, guy? No, he broke down in tears. You said he was nervous, and when the race was over, he, he literally was sobbing, and he needed to compose himself. Well, I think there, there's so much emotion inside, and you know, for someone like that, because you got to be perfect today, and I think the fact that uh, he was able to execute the way he did, it just was a time to let it all out. His family was there, and his mom, his grandmother, I don't know if you, she came all the way from Denmark to see this race, so it was pretty special for her. So as many times as you've done this, was your stomach churning the last half of the race? My ch stomach churns all the time, so <laughs> I'm used to it. Question from Nate Ryan on your right. So uh, you got the 18th Indy 500 this year. You got the IndyCar Championship. Uh, I know supercars, you've got a, a pretty good lead with McLaughlin. Uh, I guess Kez and Logano could win you a NASCAR Championship. Have you thought about, I know the year's not over, but could this season be maybe your greatest ever or one of your greatest ever? Well, I think, Nate, uh, I think we've got 35 or 36 wins so far this reason, uh, season and a bunch of polls across the different series. But, uh, you know, we're in all of them. Uh, you know, we've we got to execute, uh, you know, at, at Road Atlanta with, a, with the ACRA team uh, in, in uh, IMSA. Uh, and, and McLaughlin has just had a super season when you think about winning uh, 17 races, probably more than anyone's ever won for us in one season. I think Mark Donahue had the record before. But when you get into uh, the cup side, uh, what do we got? Eight to go here. And, uh, you know, we got three great drivers. And it's going to come down to the last four and maybe the last corner, what have you. But, you know, the good news is we're still in it. And, you know, our goal, obviously, is try to win all four. But uh, we understand it's a formidable challenge with the people that we're racing. Question on your left center with Matt Weaver. A uh, question for you about the second championship for Joseph. We saw a lot more emotion from him, I feel like, today than with his first. Is there a reason that when drivers often win that second one, you see a little bit more from them? And even Brad has said in the past that winning a second championship for him would mean more than the first. Why, why is that from your standpoint? And what have you seen from Joseph that makes this one more special? Well, I think, you know, when you're young, you just don't understand, you know, the elements and, and the pressure. And as you mature... You follow me, you start to understand the circumstances, you know, that you're in, the things that can go wrong. And I think that, uh, you know, Joseph has understood that, uh, a lot of pressure with his new sponsor, with Hitachi. So when you start putting that all together, and Brad knows that, they all, Kyle Busch knows that, they all know that, that, uh, you know, they, they put, give you that strong looking face, but inside I'm sure they're churning as we all were before the start of the race. And one question on Simon. Uh, we kind of litigated this a little bit in May when he won there, but the adversity that he faced earlier this year, the, the speculation whether it was accurate or not, was, was thrust upon him. What have you learned about Simon throughout this entire run, winning an Indy and then making this championship run that maybe you didn't know about him or you didn't expect to see from him? Well, I think, uh, you know, when he won the race in the rain, had to pull, you could see he, he was a different guy running in the 500 and to see him execute and then go to Toronto on one of the toughest courses that we have, we race on, and to see him win there. Look, he really, I think, made a statement to us, quite honestly, as a team, and certainly for himself, uh, not only here in the U.S., but around the world. And you could see him today, I mean, racing, I look at Dixon as the guy we got to beat every weekend, in and out, and racing him wheel to wheel. So he's really proved uh, his mettle. And, uh, you know, obviously, uh, he'll be part of our team next year. Very good. One more here from Bruce. Kind of a follow-up of what I asked you when you walked in. Uh, I mean, two of the most famous names to come out of Culver Military Academy, of course, are yourself and George Steinbrenner. 
to bring the Steinbrenner name into IndyCar and have him a winner. You know, we've got new drivers coming in, new teams. You know, we're going to need new team owners. He seems to be the team owner of the future. How important is that to get guys like that involved in IndyCar? Well, you know, George Steinbrenner is from Cleveland, where I'm from, so we had that in common, and I knew George uh, Sr. And, uh, look, to have a Steinbrenner in motorsports, I think it's terrific. I mean, it's like Ganassi, it's like Andretti, all these people, you know, Ray Hall, on and on and on. And, uh, you know, to see what they put together, a small team, and, and the quality and the capability of Colton Hurd is, uh, is amazing. You can see him today, ran a perfect race, stops for good right next to him. So I think that they've got great momentum, and uh, you're going to hear a lot about them in the future. And I think it's uh, we need more owners and ones that understand how to win and want to win. Thank you. Thanks, Roger. Good. We'll probably see you back next year. <laughs>